the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Navigating the delicate relationship with China. Sir, do you support a diplomatic boycott of the Beijing Olympics? Something we're considering. The answer is I don't know. The House is poised to vote on Build Back Better. The impact of this historic legislation will be reflected in the greater economic security of millions of families and in the growth and competitiveness of a robust American economy. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, November 19th. I'm Mike Scott. In the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, a man accused of killing two and wounding one during riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year, police are now investigating a person claiming to be affiliated with a national media outlet suspected of trying to photograph jurors. Judge Bruce Schrader, courtesy of Court TV. I have instructed that no one from MSNBC News will be permitted in this building for the duration of this trial. Uh, This is a very serious matter, and I don't know what the ultimate truth of it is, that someone who is following uh, the jury bus, uh, that is a very, it's extremely serious matter. The jury deliberated for a third day without reaching a verdict. In Brunswick, Georgia, father and son George and Travis McMichael and their neighbor William Roddy Bryan Jr. stand accused of killing Ahmad Arbery, a 25-year-old black man who was out for a jog in the defendant's neighborhood. The defense called seven witnesses, including shooter Travis McMichael, who testified to the prosecution he had probable cause to follow Arbery in his truck after his father saw the young man run past their house. It is the same guy that has been in that house that has been breaking into himself has been stolen. So the overall, the totality of everything led me to to go down there and see if that was him. During cross-examination, a prosecutor asked McMichael why he didn't just let Arbery go. You could have just let him run, correct? I could have. But I also wanted to make sure that everything was okay down the road and see what was happening. I wanted to ask him, at least ask him what was happening and see what what he would say and go from there. Despite the fact that you know about the Fifth Amendment, you know that no one has to talk to anyone they don't want to talk to, right? That's correct. Why did McMichael leave out details in his testimony from his statement to police written just hours after he shot Arbery? So what were you nervous about? While giving the statement, I just killed a man. I had blood on me still. I was the most traumatic event of my life. I was I was scared to death. The defense rested their case Thursday. Superior Court Judge Timothy Walmsley scheduled closing arguments for Monday, setting up the possibility of verdicts before Thanksgiving for the three white men charged with murder. Audio, courtesy of Court TV. President Biden met with his counterparts from Mexico and Canada in North America's first trilateral summit 
in more than five years. The last time the leaders of the U.S., Mexico, and Canada met, Justin Trudeau was Prime Minister of Canada, but Barack Obama was the President of the U.S., and Enrico Peña Nieto was the President of Mexico. At the summit at the White House Thursday, President Biden welcomed Trudeau and Mexico's new president, Manuel López Obrador. Biden says the three nations can work together. But Canada isn't happy with the tax incentives Biden is pitching to benefit U.S. electric car makers. López Obrador wants the U.S. to step up temporary work visas as American businesses suffer from a worker shortage. Tim McGuire, Washington. The president also said the United States was weighing a diplomatic boycott of next year's Winter Olympics in Beijing over China's human rights abuses, a move that would keep American dignitaries from attending the Games, but not American athletes. Republican Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas says there is justification for the boycott. We should boycott these games because of China's crimes against the United States and the civilized world and its own people. China runs a totalitarian slave state in which they keep hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of religious and ethnic minorities in gulags. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says there's no timeline for the decision. Obviously, the Olympics are in February, um, and I want to give the president and the national security team a little space. But as, as any updates are there to provide, we certainly understand the interest and we'll provide them to all of you. COVID-19 cases are surging in parts of the Midwest. In Michigan, some schools are taking next week off for the Thanksgiving holiday instead of just three days. In Detroit, the school district says it's switching to online learning on Fridays in December. Only 35% of eligible residents in Detroit are fully vaccinated. In Minnesota, the Defense Department is sending medical teams to two hospitals next week to immediately treat patients and help weary health care workers. Cold weather states like New Hampshire and North Dakota have seen a spike in cases. One warmer weather state, Arizona, has more than 90% of inpatient hospital beds occupied. About 59% of the population is fully vaccinated, or about 195 million Americans. I'm Ed Donahue. Washington, D.C. Mayor Bowser is scheduled to lift an indoor mask mandate for the district on Monday. This student at George Washington University has concerns. When I'm riding on the metro, I already see some people not wearing masks even when there is a mandate, so I can only imagine people are going to start wearing them less and less. Um, Not too sure if that's going to have a good outlook for the amount of cases that we have in D.C., Um, so that kind of makes me a little bit anxious. This woman says she thinks it's too early to drop masking requirements, but thinks proof of vaccinations would be more effective protection against COVID-19. I almost feel naked going out without my mask. (laughs) I completely feel like it's a business right to still tell people to wear their masks indoors, and I personally feel more comfortable that way. President Biden is trying to enforce a vaccination mandate or weekly testing requirement through the Occupational Health and Safety Administration for businesses with 100 or more employees or face financial penalties. The mandate was set to begin January 4th, but it's facing legal challenges in court. Daybreak Insider's Ken Lorman says Florida is not waiting on the court's decision. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis Thursday signed a sweeping legislative package to combat federal requirements. The new law prevents businesses from having vaccine mandates unless they allow workers to opt out for medical reasons, religious beliefs, 
immunity based on a previous infection, regular testing, or an agreement to wear protective gear. Daybreak's Bernie Bennett reports Andy Harris, a Maryland congressman and anesthesiologist, said a complaint has been filed against him with a physician's board for prescribing ivermectin to treat COVID-19. Harris acknowledged in an October radio interview that he had prescribed ivermectin for COVID-19. The Republican said in a recent discussion of vaccine mandates by the conservative House Freedom Caucus that a complaint had been lodged against him. The Maryland Board of Physicians says on its website that it accepts anonymous complaints if there is, quote, sufficient information that warrants the board to explore the matter. No disciplinary action has been reported against Harris. Ivermectin is used to treat parasites in humans. It has not been approved to treat COVID-19 by the Food and Drug Administration. The House is set to take up the Build Back Better social spending bill today. But Thursday evening, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy began an all-night filibuster to delay proceedings. I know, Mr. Speaker, that people might disagree with what I say, but we're in America. We're in Congress. I respect their position, even though I believe it's wrong. McCarthy says the Democrats' spending bill will increase energy costs for all Americans. Every moment you heat your home in the winter or cool it in the summer, you will pay more. And every time you start your car, you will pay more. That alone is reason enough to defeat the bill. Republicans warn the more than $1.7 trillion package will upset the economy. This bill will make the labor crisis worse by fundamentally transforming the child tax credit into welfare without any work requirement. Placing small business owners into direct competition with the federal government's unlimited printing House Minority Whip Steve Scalise says the Democrats' social and environmental bill isn't what they say it is. You know who benefits the most in this bill? The largest decreases go to those making a million dollars or more. That's right. The largest tax cuts go to the multimillionaires. Do you know who gets the smallest tax cuts? The smallest go to those making forty to fifty thousand dollars. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.